You're listening to the e-commerce marketing show presented by Privy. Hey, so we wrote a real book and it's launching on October 6th. It's called the E-Commerce Marketing Handbook. I'm pumped because we talked to 17 friends of mine and experts like Kurt Elster, Vivian Kay, and Nick Sharma to find out what it takes to scale your e-commerce brand to 1 million in sales. And Harley Finkelstein, you know, the COO of Shopify, wrote an incredibly inspiring forward. Go to privy.com slash book and join the thousand plus people who are already on the wait list. You'll be the first in line for launch day. We are back on day two of our e-commerce marketing audit. As a quick refresher, this entire week, I'm helping you step outside your day-to-day to look for new opportunities across the marketing data you've got for your store. Yesterday, we looked at Google Analytics, and today I'm going to give you a quick primer on a few things I'd be looking for inside your Shopify account. So first, I'm going to ask you to log into Shopify and then click on the Analytics tab. Just to make sure we're covering enough of a time period, I'd switch the dates to the last 12 months. So first, what's the overall conversion rate? Is it over 2%? Is it below? If you're above 2%, that's fantastic. Below is definitely going to leave a lot of room for improvement. Regardless, the goal here should be to consistently improve, no matter where that sits today. But at least now you've got your baseline. And that same conversion rate box, how's the drop-off looking between add to carts, reach checkout, and then order? Is that like a really big noticeable gap? More than 70% dropping off end-to-end? This is going to give you a good feel for how big an issue and how big a revenue opportunity you've got around cart abandonment. There's so much you can do here. Cart-saving pop-ups, free shipping bar notifications, live chat, uh, copy, so much more, right? Like even things on the product display pages. Do you have customer reviews? Do you have cart abandonment emails going on? Just tons, right? So the bigger the drop off here, the more time I'd recommend you spend tackling abandonment. And don't worry, if the drop off is huge, that's very normal uh, for, for all customers. Okay, next. You see that box that says average order value? Think about how much you spend in monthly ads. Right? How many sales would it take to pay that back using the average order value you see here? Is that you know the price in the AOV that you kind of expected when you think about your business? This is a metric that you can increase you know, by doing different things. Right? You could test flyouts uh, to cross-sell more products with each order. You could test bundled offerings. Uh, maybe you're even just price testing individual popular products you've got. Anyways, for your AOV, is it 30 bucks? Is it 50 bucks? Is it over 100? Right? Like, you don't need to have a massively high AOV. The, the business that I did this audit on happened to have a $1,500 AOV, which is absolutely insane. Um, I know a lot of businesses that, that have AOVs of 35 bucks, right? Um, I, I'd say if you're anywhere, uh, above 40, you've got like the foundation of a good start. But certainly if it's below that, you know, there's tons of businesses that can be successful. 
All right, next, what percent of traffic is from new visitors versus repeat visitors? Ideally, you can have a strong repeat visitor rate, right? Since so few are actually going to make that purchase on their first visit. Things like a strong email program and list building, a strong list growth program are really going to help this. I'd hope that over 30% of your traffic is coming from repeats. And taking it one step further, I'd also check that store conversion rate but by device, right? So looking, uh, sorry, by, by new visitors versus repeats. So, you know, what's your store conversion rate for, des- uh, for first-timers versus repeat? I'm guessing it's going to be much higher for repeats, which kind of further that, you know, supports that idea of using email automation and a strong email program first to educate that contact once they've left after the first visit and then drive them back to the store. Right. And then Shopify does a nice job. They make it really easy to understand the mix of orders based on that first time customer versus return customer. Right. This is what they call the return customer rate. So um, if it's below 30%, hopefully there's a really good reason. Like, you know, for the company I was auditing, they sell engagement rings. Right. You're not going to expect a high repeat rate for engagement rings. Hopefully your customer's not going to buy multiple engagement rings over the course of their life. Um, but you know, if you were selling something like razor blades, you should be striving for a high repeat rate. And what that's going to do is just going to help you maximize the lifetime value of each person who makes an order. A customer that's going to buy again and again is much healthier than having to constantly replenish your store with with first time customers. Retention, um, which is easily measured by this repeat customer rate, is is going to help you grow faster. Lastly, make note of the conversion rate by desktop versus mobile. You you might find that one converts way better than the other, and it was really illuminating for me to actually slice out the conversion rate by device. It's also going to help you trigger new ideas, right? So for the audit that I was doing for that jewelry business that I mentioned, we found that the mobile conversion rate was 0.2%, but the desktop conversion rate was over 1%. Now, with such a high AOV, they were over $1,000 AOV, it's unrealistic for them that they're going to get to 2 or 3% conversion rate. But both still had tons of room to improve. And understanding each of the conversion rates by device just helped us spark a really good conversation around why it was so much lower on mobile. Right? There were even some fun ideas around like how could we think about redirecting traffic back from mobile to desktop. A quick example of that is like, if I'm, ca- if I'm doing a good job capturing emails that I know are on mobile, then maybe I want to actually send messages to them through email during business hours, right? Maybe we can actually intentionally catch them at their desk uh, when they're doing work or on their lunch break and drive them back to the store on desktop. So that's, you know, hopefully getting the juices flowing within your Shopify analytics today. So these last two episodes on GA and now Shopify analytics, I know these are a bit more numbers oriented than I usually get on here. Just stay with me. You don't need to digest everything I'm saying. But I do think if just one of these questions and data points can drive an aha moment or a good conversation for you internally, then I think this audit process is well worth it for you. So join me tomorrow as we pick up with part three. I'm going to guide you through a few audit questions in your email marketing account. See you then.